Good morning and welcome to episode. I'm coming back to you, bro. Oh, good. One week you were doing it and then now you're not All doing right, it again. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's you're 152. Because right. it... I forgot about the 151 rum episode. <laughs> um, You're unbelievable. <laughs> we are... Presented by Loyalty Liquors, the OG, Taco Casa. Gang, gang. And uh, hosted by Aaron and I. And this is just another week into our lives. It's another week into our lives. Another week's look into our lives. Right. Aaron, how are you, buddy? I'm so good, Ben. My my year of of just uh, continuing to do the things I want to do and... Actually doing them is is just rolling right along. I uh, played hockey on Wednesday. Well, I yeah, I saw I that. Stick, I saw that picture. On. I went to fucking. Was that so, like? Was that there, you breaking did, the breaking off the the dust? When was yeah, the last time you skated? Uh, a year ago, we played pond hockey a year ago, like this weekend. And I think it was exactly. I think it was a year ago last weekend because we went and watched. Um, Football after we played pond hockey, so it was probably last week. It was playoff football. I think it was the first round, so it was probably last week, last weekend, one year ago. So, uh, did you get a new stick? No, I've had that one for a little while. I bought I bought two of those off of Bug for I think he charged me like a hundred bucks a piece. He didn't like them, so I bought up two of them off of him. Um, but actually, a fun funny server. I'll get to all that. So, there's a rink up the street from my house. Like I'm not even joking. Yeah, like a yeah. thousand feet. Yeah, that's like the worst rink in Connecticut. It's called what is it called? The uh, Ralph Walker. The Ralph. That's what we. Call but they've the completely Ralph. redone it. They've completely really? redone it. It's got a nice sheet now. It's got a nice like scoreboard. I mean, the lot like the facility around the ice is you know whatever, but the 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 ice itself was is pretty good. Um, yeah, that no, was I like actually what the oldest that was like the oldest rink yeah they they completely redid it they completely redid it so it's actually it's actually halfway decent now but they uh i looked online and they do stick time and like pick up hockey and shit and i'm like all right i'm like well you know if i get one that's like at a time that like works for me i'll go and so they didn't have any scheduled for this week i was like i wanted to do stick time first just so i could like fuck around and knock some of the dust off without like actually like playing and uh I wake up Wednesday morning. I see like, hey, we've added stick time Wednesday night. I'm like, fuck rights. 545. I'll be there. <clears throat> I show up. There's one old guy eating eating a meal at, at like this table when you walk in the front door and there's nobody on the ice. There's nobody in the arena. And I'm like, he's like, are you here for stick time? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, am I the only one here? He's like, yep. I'm like, cool. <laughs> so I go and. I, I put my skates on and shit. I go out. A couple other people showed up, but it was just like one guy and his two kids. And then uh, this, you know, you know, because you've been playing your whole life, like a guy who like obviously picked it up later in life, you know, couldn't skate that great. Could shoot a little bit, but like, you know, it was just like stiff leg the whole time. Yeah, I always felt bad for those guys. Like, that's such a bummer because you're like, no offense, but you're just never going to be good. It's, it's, it's if like ever. I mean, there are sports that you can pick up later in life and get good at. And like hockey is, if Not you don't start skating when you're <laughs> less than six years old, like 
everybody that plays hockey knows that you like uh that you picked it up like later in life could be like 11 years old like yeah right. later in life you know he picked it up as a middle-aged man uh, yeah man that it's like uh it's got to be the most like that has to be more frustrating than golf i don't like it has to be it's you'll be just never be good at it right like golf you could lessons you you know somebody can literally be like okay you just have to stand here and yep. like just swing like this yep. hockey no you just you'll, you'll never be yeah. good at it um but so yeah so i i was not gonna do- it's funny though like the weird thing is that like skating is riding a bike like literally like the second i hit the ice like all the skating instantly comes back like no problem skating whatsoever Shooting took me, you know, took me, I don't know, I probably took about, I probably took about 100 shots. Probably after 50, I started to get a little more dialed in. Couldn't stick handle to save my life. Like, literally just, like, in my head being like, all right, picking the puck up below the goal line, like, skating down the ice, just, like, trying to go head up the whole way, just fumble fucking it all over the place. And I was just like, dude, I'm I'm such a snap show out there, too, that I was, like, at one point was, like, about to snap my stick over the crossbar of the net. It is stick time. The first time I just couldn't do anything. Like my hands sucked. Um, but so anyways, it, it felt great to get back out there. And our uh, close personal friend, Jack Johnson, who I was going to bring up last week, who I didn't bring up. I kind of forgot. Uh, he reached out to me and he, he moved to West Haven not too long ago. And he was like, uh, I play in this like organized stick time on Wednesday nights with like a bunch of guys who like, you know, actually know how to play and, you know, it's we always have two full teams and we get two goalies and it's 20 bucks. And he's like, if you want to play, let me know. I was like, yeah, give me, you know, give me three, four weeks to to get it back a little bit more. And then uh, I'll come play with you guys. So so, you know, the last couple of years I've said I wanted to play hockey more this year. I'm actually doing it, uh, you know, just one one thing at a time, knocking uh, knocking things off the list of things I want to do. Um, and it feels great. But uh, how was your week, Benny? Well, I didn't go snap the puck around. I'll tell you that right now. But neither um, did I. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but no, I had a good week. I mean, uh, worked and and you know we're kind of doing a little bit of a a house search right now. So, you know, nothing crazy, but a good a good productive week. Um, I've been, I've been Euro mounting my deer. It's kind of a long process. You gotta like. Euro mounting? What does your, what does that mean? You're like Euro, like European. Like. Yeah. Okay. But what the fuck does it mean? I know oh, I th- the I Euro thought, part I means. Thought, I didn't, I thought you said, I didn't think you said Euro. I thought you said like hero. No, you're right. Oh, I said, oh. what is, yeah, oh, I got that part. So just, you, you know exactly what it is. It's like an animal, an animal head. That just has the no, head? It's just the white part. Like it's a skull of the head with oh, the okay. antlers. Got it. You know, like there's no fur on it. Yeah. There's no, yeah, nothing. It's just like, they have like a lot of like cows, I feel like. Like cow, yeah. like, like people big, mount like the cow big, with the big horns. horns. Yeah, big horn yeah. cows. But Long anyway, yeah, cows, so that's horn. that's called a Euro mount. It's a big horn um, sheep, longhorn. Correct. Yeah, shout out Texas Longhorns, but not. Welcome. Go dogs, baby. Go dogs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, 
it, that's kind of a cool process. Like you just you skin the head off, like you take all the skin off, like with a knife. And then we actually did it the old-fashioned way. Or I, we, I was told what to do because I would have never thought of this. But I stuck it in an ant pile in Georgia. Oh, the ants, so they clean it all off. They ate it all off. And then, That's wild. What a great idea. Yeah, and then I – then, in, like, so normally what you do, like, on the YouTube videos, it says to – you know, you skin the head off and then you immediately, uh, you don't boil it. You like simmer it for three hours and then like all the rest of the meat kind of falls off. Yeah. But we, I put it in an ant pile instead for that like second step. So then when I boiled it, there was like far less that had to mm. come off. But, uh, so I'm past the, the simmering step, you know, all the meats off and it's been sitting in a bucket of, clear dish soap for the last three days now and then it's supposed to sit in that for three weeks and that like draws the oils out and then you get after it with this like peroxide like a peroxide solution and that whitens it because it's like not Mm. white right now like yellow like yes exactly so it's you know it's a it's a fun little project it's it's a cool thing uh we've been eating it so that's good. Him, we've been eating, my dear. How's it? How's it been? How have you been? Pre- how have you been prepping it? Did uh, well, we got a bunch of it in sausage. So we got some maple sausage. We got nice. some jalapeno cheddar sausage, and we got some cube steak. Like Very all nice. the rest was cube steak. So we've had cube steak and both the sausages. Hmm. Sounds delicious. Oh, and, that's right. You sent it off yeah. to somebody to to prep it for you. Correct. Right? Yes. Yep. Sent it to a processor. That sounds. Uh, maybe awesome. maybe that'll be you know on my list someday to like you know break down my own deer. Yeah. But I, you got to be prepared. Like, like you got to have gear, if you will. Like, uh, yeah. It's not like a fish where you just no, need a fillet knife. No. Yeah. So like. I'm not like upset that I didn't like, you know, I probably would have butchered the thing if I. It's fun, Ben. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I normally would have said effed it up, but I don't know if you noticed. I don't really swear that much anymore. So, so you're Shout telling me out, I but... can drop the explicit tag from our podcast? Aaron, I don't think we should do that yet. No, but maybe I, we I already... should. What if we did? I already said fumble would, fuck this episode. Do I think it would make a difference? Yeah. No, I don't think it would make any difference. I bet you people wouldn't listen to it. They're like, why yeah. would I want to listen to this non-explicit what is, what podcast? What is this? Is this the creed of fucking podcasts? Um, the band, not the movie. Um, that is... Uh, yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool to... to um, to uh, break down your own deer. I get those videos like suggested to me every once in a while, somebody breaking down an animal. I mean, I don't really know why I'm, I've never hunted in my life, but um, it is fascinating. It's, that it's is the location, bro. I'm telling you. Well, that is a location. Sk- that's a skill. I'd like to Jesus. And the what the day I went to the deer processor, I mean, we're talking like that was deer number of like 1200 something of just that processor for the year, like for the season, the deer season. So 
like I'm what I'm getting at is like I it is there's a vast difference and we've already talked about it, like the difference between the you know, the Connecticut outlook on life and the Georgia outlook on life. Everybody hunts down here. Yeah. Everybody. Like it's not even I shouldn't say everybody, but dang near everybody. Because oh. I'm not, because I'm trying not to say damn. Yeah. So start saying damn. Well, I, you know, you're totally right. I get it. Um, but uh, I just, I think that, that, um, that being able to break down an animal is, I, I don't, oh, I totally don't like- fully understand it because I've seen videos of guys like breaking down like a side of beef and like, you know, one cut looks exactly the same as the cut next to it. And I'm like, how, to, how the fuck can you tell the difference or where like to delineate them? But I think it is like a fascinating skill. Well, I'm slowly starting to like learn. Um, like my uncle Dale had, um, a, he, or he had gotten Corey, shout out Corey, got him a prime rib for christmas or something and then we he gave us like the leftover he gave it to my dad and we had some of it but uh you know it's like okay now you got the big prime rib well the the perpendicular cuts in the prime rib are rib eyes yeah you know so it's like i guess i'm starting to see how you know the um what would that be the anatomy of the animals yeah well, some like, of the some of the names make sense. Like you know? I'll tell you, it's cool being able to just like fillet most fish. Like fillet, like when, like if you can separate a fish, you know, and then get good food from it, it's like a good feeling. But like I don't know how to do that with an animal. Like right, right, and it's also like when you fillet a fish, there's you know you're only you're getting two fillets. You know, like right. you're not. Like with a maybe fish. some cheeks. So yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, you know, maybe you know, some people you you eat or some fish you eat the head, you know, eat the cheeks. But for the most part, you're not. There's not that much you're eating of of the fish. Where with a, uh, you know, say which deer, Aaron, I uh, everything. I recently started learning the. Uh, so after when we fillet a red snapper. Mm-hmm. If it's a good size fish, which this year there were not a lot of good sized fish, but I mean, we still did it anyway. So after like you've taken both fillets off both sides, what I've never seen done before, but it's like now my favorite part of the process is you take a, a cleaver mm. and you chop out the back strap. Mm. So like, if it's a bigger fish, there's still like, you know, maybe, you know, you're, you're filleting down to the bones, but there's okay. still like significant meat in between the bones. So you chop those up and, you know, put them in your, your flour mix or whatever and fry those. Yeah. And they like, it just pulls off the bone. Like it just mm. pulls straight off and it's like, whoa, there's a lot of meat here. Cause like, you can fill up, you can have a bunch of people over, chop the back straps up, and then, like, you, you kind of pick at those as they come out of the fryer. Sure. And next thing you know, like, you're not eating as much fish because you just ate a bunch of that. And then it's like, right. you know, just, uh, I'll do them up for you. 
Don't that worry. sounds sounds awesome. I'm going to. Uh, I'm actually going to do. I've been. Everybody knows I'm a. I'm typically a Sunday chef, but the last uh, I don't know three weeks or so, I've gone to. Uh, I go to you a move, little. You you moved over to a Saturday position as well. No, honestly, since I've been in the in the fucking hotel, I've been just cooking like basically oh, just, yeah. just meals, just meals for myself. But um, obviously, meals for myself. I've just been cooking meals that like I need, like in bulk. Uh, meal prepping, they call that. Jesus Christ, Aaron. Um, but uh, today, I actually have two things to do today. I have to go see our friend Scott close personal friend Scotty Mack at Yale New Haven Hospital because he donated 60% of his liver to his mother the other day. And so no way. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Joanne was having uh, liver failure. Uh, I think uh, I think Allie said, uh, you know, she would have had maybe 12 more months if they couldn't find a donor. And Scotty Boy was a, was a match to donate. And uh, he's been clean living for the last – I don't even know, six months or so, you know, not really drinking, you know, watching his diet, monitoring everything in his body. And then on, um, uh, what's today, Saturday. So on uh, Thursday they had the procedure and he gave her 60% of his liver and, uh, he's got a massive scar across or a massive cut across his stomach. So I'm going to go see him actually probably right after we get done with this, I'm going to go stop by, see how he's doing. Um, and then Man, that's awesome. Yeah, what a guy, huh? I mean, what a fucking warrior. That's uh that's unbelievable. You know, I think all of us think that we would be selfless enough to do something like that. But until you actually do it, you know, you're just think you could do it, right? And you know Hey, so all right, tell me a little bit about livers. Do they grow back? Yep, they sure do. So, so- They'll, they, his, I don't know how fast they grow back. Let's see. Well, that's such a stupid thing because I even know that I think the last, the last thing in your body that like you're, you're always completely regenerating yourself. And like the <clears> longest <throat> it takes something to regenerate is like seven years, I believe. So yeah, they your, say your skin, I think, right? Over the course of seven, no, over seven no, years. Yeah. The, every cell in your body will, will be right. right. No, right, your right, skin, right. I think, is like the one fastest. Of the quickest. Yeah. yeah. Daily. Um, uh, I want to say it was your, it's your lungs. I want, that's what I want to say. That makes sense. Actually, I learned something very interesting. So you're, according to the Google, uh, Johns Hopkins medicine, your liver will begin to regenerate immediately after Johnny season. Hopkins. Yep. Yeah. In Sloan Kettering, your liver will begin to regenerate immediately after surgery and will be back to normal size in six to eight weeks. That's crazy. Eight weeks. You wow. Just, 50% like, of my livers, no. I'm not trying to, like, knock Scotty and say, like, what he's doing is not that heroic because it comes back that quick. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think uh, he's on, like... That's I, unbelievable. I think he's out of work for... I think he's got the... He's on disability for the next three months or something like that. But, um, yeah, unbelievable. Truly. Well, I, hey, like, we wish Scotty and Joanne a speedy recovery. Like, absolutely, that's absolutely. Absolutely. From the pod, you know... He's uh, to them. That's no, and and in all seriousness, like you know what I just said. I mean, it is it is true. Like you know, there's you know to to save another life by giving up one of your organs or even part of your organ. You know, obviously it's 
you know, it, it, he'll get his liver back and hopefully everything goes all right and, everything, and both both parties are okay. But, um, you know, that's uh, that's an act of selflessness that makes humans who we are, you know? Yeah, it's, that's uh, incredible. It's cool. It's cool to know somebody like that. So I'm going to go by and see him later. Um, I learned this the other day too. Uh, did you know that one of the, the cool things about the heart is – the heart does not regenerate any of its cells, which is why you can't get heart cancer. There's no such thing as heart cancer. But what happens to your heart is if you get heart damage, it scars over. And those scars over time, that scar tissue, like that's what ends up causing problems in your heart if you have too much scar tissue in your heart. But the heart won't regenerate itself the way the rest of your organs do. That's why it doesn't get cancer. No kidding. How about that? Huh? Didn't know that either. Yeah, I heard that in a podcast where they were talking about how the COVID vaccines causing all kinds of heart problems. But regardless of what the topic was, it's very fascinating. Yeah, that's that is fascinating. I and what you said is fascinating, and the world is fascinating. And uh, I think we can almost add a, a dr title to your name, Doctor Aaron, because. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, you're you're more of it than others. So Ben, I'm just I'm just uh, you know, we we did what, what our hearts told us to do, and that's and that's a great thing. And we're not gonna dwell on it anymore. That chapter of this podcast is over. We're on to the next one. So after I go see Scotty, uh two great football games on today. Actually, the last weekend's football games were awesome. This weekend's football games are gonna be awesome. Is it time for me to start watching? Probably. It's the divisional it's round. A, it's kind kind of a gloomy day. You got Chiefs Jaguars at 4:30 today, Giants Eagles at oh, uh, 8:30. What's up with my Bengals? Uh they they got a little lucky against the Ravens. They beat the Ravens. They play the Bills tomorrow at 3:30. So we're still alive. Still alive, baby. Joey B. Joey B. Joey B, let's go. I had no idea. The, so that's uh, good to know. That's so good what, to know. what I was going to say a little earlier that I got Obviously sidetracked Obviously, you can tell how big of a fan I am. Yeah, right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, Aaron. there's a reason Saturday. why you have a financial interest <laughs> in the Bengals. That's why you care about the Bengals. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so I've been I, – there's a there's a great little Irish bar here in town called Trinity that uh, – it's actually more of a soccer bar than a, sport, a football bar, but they have a bunch of TVs. They got the NFL Red Zone Sunday ticket and all that stuff, so they put all the games on on Sundays. And uh, the two girls that, that bartend there, uh, they're both young. I think they're like 21, 23. They're, they're young. But they kept calling Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, all weekend last weekend. And then I just couldn't help myself. I was like, oh, Joe Burr, baby, Joe Burr. Um, but tonight, probably during that Chiefs-Jaguars games, I am going to make uh, uh, Carbonara. I bought a new attachment. Ben, I bought a new attachment for the uh, Mercado Atlas 150. Hey, just so you know, uh, it's on our wedding registry. Is it actually? (laughs) You know it, dog. Well, take it it off. I'm going to buy it for you. Take it off. I want to buy it for you. That that would be uh, special. And I'll get you a couple, a handful of attachments. I bought bought the Bucatini attachment this week because I wanted to make like pasta that was a little bit thicker. so I bought the Bro, you think attachment. I, you think we'd put anything but the Ferrari pasta makers on? My that man, thing? my man, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Gabagool, gabagool, gabagool. Oh man, that I is that is awesome. Yeah, it's a blast. I mean, I've had uh, 
Fuck, you and I have made pasta in two, two different two in states. <laughs> in two different states. And not only that, the second time was a massive batch of pasta. That was uh the most I Aaron, that might be like that's another one of those like st- stupid things. Like you heard it right here first. Like we could make an account like pasta in every state and go travel around to all yep. the states and make pasta and people would eat that shit up no pun intended Benny, you know, you're, you're just eat that pun, stuff up you're punning uh, all over the place my boy but like that's like the kind of you know it's like you hear the passion behind that like the you know obviously it's like an exciting thing like like no joke like we made two like parties yeah. out of it if you will it's like it's crazy to think that like we're sitting here talking about it, but we legitimately could go probably travel around and make pasta oh. in different states and then make, like, you know, maybe we come out with the uh, Abba, Aaron and Ben, you know, 160, and it's no, the better. No, no. <laughs> we, we, go to, we go to Mercado. We have them. And, oh, and we do a supreme um, exactly. collaboration. Yep. So they, we get a matte black one with the Sunday Conversation logo on it. Uh, actually, we make it Pasta Conversation, and we you know, matte black the whole thing, and then we put our logo on it. Little everything's black on it. Be great. Yeah, I no, you're totally right. But I think the great thing about um, about making pasta, like even tonight when I'm just making it for myself, like first of all, it's like it's kind of therapeutic. Like it's 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 also something. I mean, this is cooking in general for me, anyways. It's yeah, something that. Let- don't let your eggs fall out of the flour vault. Well, right. right. I mean, there's all that stuff that goes into it, but also like I'm not focused on anything else in that moment. It's almost like hockey in a sense, right? I saw this, I saw this meme the other day that was like, you know, your brain before stepping on the ice. And it's like, it's like a thousand different guys, all in different outfits, all in your head. And then the second you step on your ice and they're all gone, you know? And like, you know, that feeling like you could be having the worst day in the world, be super anxious about something. The second you started playing hockey, that shit was right out the window and just stop thinking about it altogether. Where cooking is kind of the same thing, at least for me, where it's like the second I start working on something, you know, like tonight will probably take me a couple hours for that couple hours. Like I'm not even really looking at my phone. Like I'm just focused on what I'm doing. I'm playing music. I'm just dialed into what's directly in front of me. And it's, it's there's something super nice about just drowning out the noise of everything else in the background it's like when the moon hits the sky exactly pizza pie that's and that's you yep and but it's it just it's such and then so anyways when you're when you're cooking with people especially like you know you and toby uh and then johnny helped us out in california like it's a now it's a collaborative collaborative effort where all everybody that's do all everybody's Jesus fucking Christ. Well, we're expletive tags definitely going on this episode. <laughs> the like everybody's working together and you're all in that same mindset of like just focusing directly what's in front of you and, and helping each other out. And it's it's just it's a blast, man. What a what a great time. I mean, what a great time. Every time I've done it with other people, it's been a blast. Uh Wyoming was one of my favorites, though. That was uh because I basically just told you guys what yeah, to do, and good, then you good, guys good just started. There. Yeah, you guys are just ripping through it. The water was great. The cachoy pepe, yeah, that came out good. Hey. And, then, and then, and then we went out for ice cream after that, right? We ran into Todd and Jackson. We only, 
it would only make sense, right? Probably something. Oh yeah, we did. We went to uh, where did we go? Hagen Hagenas, yeah, right. Hagenas, Hagen days. Um, but Hagen days. Uh, yeah, so busy day for me today. I'm pretty sure the yeah that was the day. Um, that was the day I bought Shiba Inu. Wasn't? Oh wait, what? No, no, that was no, when we were at the grill. That was the grill. <laughs> Which uh, I oh, mean, shout out that. Yeah, yeah, let's let's. Yes, well, I mean, yeah. it's coming. You know, it's coming back. If anybody's just to you know yeah. get into the financial part of this podcast that we do from time to time, like I hope that you've uh, just been hanging on and being smart with your money recently because things are uh, things are happening. Yeah, Shibinu's up sixteen percent in the last week. Ben. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I mean, obviously, but I mean, Ether Ether's been a horse lately too. So. Yeah, I think I'm actually – I might be positive on Ethereum 2 for the first time. I am. Look at that. Woo! I staked, I staked a couple Ether and Ethereum yeah. 2. I, I don't know. What if, you know, I keep saying to myself, I think that was – I mean, I want to say that, that was the – that we, we just rode through an ugly bottom, so. Yeah, I mean, I saw a chart <clears> – <throat> I saw a chart yesterday – um let me pull it up right now by the way we're we are having an awesome month the number of this uh the numbers of this uh podcast stock charts that is that what it was the one i used to use yeah here it is um maybe a bunch of people had new year's resolutions like to start listening to us more dude it's actually kind of crazy i just looked our numbers are massive um bitcoin to us dollar let's see Yeah, so this is a what chart? This is a this goes back to October. So can I go back further? I forget how to use this website. Fuck, I started. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> All right, so I'm looking at the week. Uh, fuck you, come on, buddy, just work. I'm working at the weekly chart that covers the last, basically, the last two years. And uh, yeah, I mean. It would just wrote out a pretty long bottom. I mean, you're talking basically June of 22 is, well, May is when things really start to shit. And so we're what? We're in uh, January, Jesus, July, January. So eight months later, you know, and it's coming back. It's basically at the levels it was at mm, in August right now. And then so we just rolled rolled through that whole bottom, and so now you know we're getting close to the. Uh, yeah, we're getting close to a springboard. I don't know if that's a um, financial term, but the last, I mean, shout out twenty seventeen and all the other bottoms. Uh, usually, when you sit for a while like this, it's it's kind of inevitable that there's a massive. Like a what do they call that in the business? A straight up uh, a, stock, a sure. bull run, a run up, a massive, uh, a, a um, they call it a rocket ship to the moon. Um, <laughs> they call it the iron condor. Just kidding. An iron condor is a real thing, though. In trading, yeah. Uh, but trade. either way, I think there's. Pro- I mean, I think like. I've said before, I don't know if I've really said it, but I think the FTX collapse was uh, an orchestrated 
thing to drive those paper handed minded people out of the market. And, uh, I mean, there's no doubt it, it, I mean, like it gets scary. Like, I don't mean like that, but like, you know, anxiety is a real thing. I can only imagine, you know, it's like, I'm just an individual I guess I would say I'm an investor. I'm not a trader because I don't trade. I just, I mean, this is, see these right here? Diamonds. Diamonds, pal. Um, More like leather. Leather hands? Yeah. Leather's good. Okay. Yeah, I guess that works. Yeah, leather's strong. They just look like leather. Oiled. Um, But I guess, like, when you start to break it down and it's like, If if you're working for other people's money, you know, like if you're, uh, you know, working at a company and you're you're handling, I mean, would you call that like a like a not a hedge fund, but like a stockbroker, some sort of some sort of position where you're, you know, a, a family is depending on you, like with their money to make more money. Yeah. I mean. It, that's got to be a whole nother level of anxiety, but just the, you know, it, it's more like a casino than it is like. That's totally casino. Else. It's totally you know, gambling. It's, you know, it's a little bit safer. It's a little bit safer than a casino, but you can totally gamble. I mean, dude, options, options trading is literally fucking gambling. And, and as somebody who has experience in both sports gambling and options trading, it is fucking gambling. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Um, you putting any money on any of these NFL games? Uh, we got three minutes left in this, so I guess we'll finish up with the story. I put a six-leg parlay in on the Bills last week. Um, six legs is stupid because it's you know, the more legs you add to a parlay, the less likely you are to hit it. Uh, but I picked things that I felt very confident in. I took uh, – Dawson Knox to have over 19 and a half receiving yards. He had exactly 20. That got a little bit lucky. Josh Allen over 229 and a half passing yards. He beat that easily. Uh, the Buffalo Bills will score two touchdowns in the first half. Hit easily. Um, there's one other one I'm forgetting. Gabe Davis to score a touchdown. That one I was sweating out. In the third quarter or early fourth quarter, he catches like a 40-yard bomb from Josh Allen to score. Now the only thing left that I need to hit is the Bills to cover. Because Ben, as the expression says, Good teams win, great teams cover. The spread was 13 and a half, huge spread. But the Dolphins have a third-string quarterback playing. Like, the Bills, if they're going to win the Super Bowl, like, should be able to beat the fucking Dolphins with the third-string quarterback by two touchdowns. Uh, they won by three, bet didn't hit, never got a cash-out option because DraftKings knew that I wasn't going to hit because they they were up by 10 at one point but then couldn't cash in. So uh, that was it. So uh, what would that have landed you? It was 50 to win 400. Uh, and then so I had the Giants as a bailout. The Giants was my lock of the week last week. That hit, I used it as a bailout, basically came out even for the weekend, which is, you know, like kissing your sister. You know, what, what's the point of gambling on games to just, you know, not make any money? It's, it's you know, a complete waste of time. But way to go. Which is why you have a bunch of money in the stock market, so you're always gambling. Uh I listen, I, <laughs> I saved another thousand dollars this week. I put five hundred dollars in the stock market, put five hundred dollars in the cash dash. So, you know, if I have in my eyes, if I can save a thousand dollars in a week, you know, I should be allowed to gamble a hundred bucks if I have it in and 
you know, I have it laying around. So maybe this week I'll will be the week I hit it big, but probably not because I'm a fucking Aaron. Don't think like that. You're gonna hit huge. But see, it doesn't even matter. That's why I put the thousand dollars away first. Because now if I don't hit, whatever. I you know I put money away. I can feel good about that. Um. All right. I gotta go to the bathroom. Ben, I love you a bunch. Great chat, buddy. Hey, love you, bro.